Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken. And after a short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Romans 15, 7. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Romans 15, 7. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. Not accepting rejection. I talked my son into football. You must understand that here in the South, football's everything. He really had no interest in it, but I wanted him to fit in. We finally made it to tryouts. It was clear my son was behind the others. Boys started football practically out of the womb down here. We made it through without him spraining or breaking anything, and I was relieved. The next day, the coach called and told me we probably ought to rethink football. That coach told me he was being kind and that the other boys would probably mistreat my son since he wouldn't fit in. I didn't take it as a kindness. How dare someone turn away my child? I felt the sting of rejection. I don't even remember what I said to end the call. My husband reminded me that this was no significant loss for our son. He was doing it because I wanted him to. My perspective began to change. Why did I want him to fit in so badly? He always marched to the beat of his own drum anyway. I wanted him to be accepted, but I lost focus on who it was important for him to be accepted by. God accepted him precisely as he was. He would always love my son, with or without football. However, my son had chosen indirectly not to be part of a non-essential, constantly dividing issue. The Apostle Paul wrote this letter that contains today's Bible verse to those in Rome while in Corinth. Rome in Paul's day had about a million people living there. Many were slaves. 
Paul always wanted to visit there, but was always prevented. Because of this, Paul wrote this communication. Paul wanted to make contact with believers in Jesus who had never received instruction, and he tried to encourage them so that they could also encourage Paul and pray for his ministry. In today's verse, Paul introduces principles of Christian liberty. Paul's background was as a Pharisee who followed God through strict Jewish law observance. He had persecuted Christians, believing he was doing the right thing, assuming Believers of Jesus were not honoring God by not following Jewish law. The doctrine of this letter, which we now call the Book of Romans, addressed some differences between the Jews and the Christians who were not accepting each other. I'm sympathetic because imagine how it must have felt to lifelong Jews who honored God by observing ancient and sacred laws. Now Jesus had come and fulfilled the law by his death and resurrection. There was a new way to glorify God by following Jesus. No longer were the rules and regulations necessary. The whole way of doing life had changed. Paul was actually the perfect candidate to address these differences, as Paul came to know Jesus directly through a divine and direct revelation. He realized that the observance of the law was not the way to God. The law pointed to Jesus. Christians live under a new covenant with God through Jesus. But all of scriptures of benefit, and both the Jews and the Christians were to live in harmony with one another. They had different views, but were non-essential issues, and they could live in spiritual peace and unity. The object was not to please other believers, but God. Jesus is God. God's plan had always been to bring Jews and Gentiles together. Paul tried to soften the prejudice of Christian Jews against their Gentile brothers. God loved them all despite their differences. John D. Berry tells us, since the goal of interpersonal relationships among Christians is a unified glorying of God, Paul concluded his commands by accepting one another. In today's verse, Paul points out that Jesus was willing to bring sinners into God's family. Sinners were forgiven. Therefore, he points out how forgiven believers should be ready to accept believers despite their disagreements. They were not to reject new members of God's family that were adopted into the family through Jesus. In fact, this would please God to welcome them into the family. It would be for the glory of God. Paul urges both groups to accept each other. My son could be everything God created him to be. In God's wisdom, he made my son exactly as he wanted him to be with all the gifts intended for his purpose, which wasn't football. Who cares what other people think? I'm still working on that part. Jesus showed by example that we often want to quickly vindicate ourselves or someone close to us instead of letting God vindicate us. And the previous verses tell us that God is the God of patience we hurry to fix things in many cases because sometimes it seems our in our minds that God is working slowly. But we also know that God is a loving God with a purpose. Disputable things should not divide Christians, in this case, dividing Jews and Gentiles. But we should accept as Jesus accepts us. It's all in grace, but bearing with faults. We all have them. Spurgeon, a theologian, states, Christ did not receive us because we're perfect, because he could see no fault in us, 
or because he hoped to gain somewhat at our hands. Ah, no, but in loving condescension, covering our faults and seeking our good, he welcomed us into his heart. So in the same way and with the same purpose, let us receive one another. However, the model of acceptance for Christians is the Lord Jesus who accepted us. The Lord received believers when they were not only powerless, but also ungodly, sinners, and enemies. Certainly, Christians can receive others who differ with them on non-essential matters. Jesus Christ received them so that they can bring praise to God, which is the purpose of Christian unity. Football's a great divider in the South. I don't know what it's like in your area, but it is a disputable matter. And there are many more so-called disputable matters we deal with in our lives, such as politics, racial divides, and even religion itself. But are they essential matters? Let us remember to give grace, just as we were given grace as the sinners we are. Unity doesn't mean we must agree on everything, but the essential matters. We're called to unite in Christ for the very purpose of praising Him. Well, I would like to leap to my child's defense, it may be unnecessary. And such internal conflict allows focus on what really matters. Let us praise Jesus together. And now let us pray. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for bringing to mind those things that divide us so that they can be things that don't divide us. Lord, you created us differently on purpose. You gifted us in order to further your kingdom. We shouldn't care what other people think. Help us not to. You created us all, Lord, and you wanted us to live in unity. And unity doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. Please remind us of that, dear Lord. Help us to use grace just as you used grace with us. In your name we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.